you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. And then there were five. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Good Morning Football. I'm Colleen Wolf. This is April 12th, everybody. We are so close to the draft. We've got Jason McCourty here and Kyle Brandt Hello. and Peter Schrager. And now, for the first time ever, this is the first time we met, Ryan Lee joins <laughs> the show. Up, I know dude? you're a friend of the show. Yeah. You're in here all the time, mm -hmm. so this is very exciting. Great to have you. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Yeah, Ryan is the, the, every week. The, the neighbor in the sitcom who just pops by, and we love him. He's like yeah. part of the family. He lives I'm like here. the crazy Kramer guy. Listen, this is a great place to live. Loving it here. So, um, so guys, I want to get excited about some of these quarterbacks. Let's do it. Okay, shall we? It's time for the lead block. Lead block. So let's send it back 25 years ago. And the situation was, yeah, kind of similar to today. Two top flight quarterbacks making the decision very, very hard on the team picking first overall. And you can see why that was a difficult call to make. Ryan, you had Peyton in terms of yards per game and your final college season, mm. but then Manning edged you out in touchdowns and Heisman voting. Ultimately, the Colts ended up making the choice Manning at number one, but you are very familiar with the guys right now at the top of the draft in Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. It's going to be a tough decision, but setting all of that aside, who should the Panthers ultimately go with first overall? Yeah, anytime you have two quarterbacks being selected uh, around the top of the draft, it's it's unique. It, it, there's only been, I think, seven times or so that it's happened. So uh, it becomes a huge discussion point, everybody going back and forth. And I, and I heard somebody talk about the general managers and the scouting system. I think it was Bill Poling the other day. He says, we know no one makes this meteoric rise, you know, all of a sudden two weeks before the draft all of a sudden a lot of news we hear about this testing that Bryce Young just got back there's more data but they know who they're drafting this is all a shell game now mm. uh, Carolina knows who they're taking I still think it's going to be CJ Stroud mm -hmm. ultimately uh, I felt that all along I think it works out for both teams then Houston then doesn't have to go into chaos and figure out what they need to do do we draft the guy that we have to deal with in terms of 
Bruce's agent uh, who represented Deshaun Watson, or do we just go with the guy we've always wanted, which was Bryce Young? So I, I think this is draft 1A and 1B like we talked about a few weeks ago, and I think it continues to, to be that way. I, look, personally, and I want more thoughts from you on this, Ryan, I think if you want Bryce Young, you have to really want him so much more. I always think a lot of these people seem to look at these two quarterbacks fairly equal, and if they're equal, you take Stroud. I just want the bigger athlete. If there's a tiebreaker, it's that. But I look from your perspective, because the short quarterback tough, complete opposite of what you were. Big, giant guy in the in the pocket. I've heard McVay talk about it, where he's like, it's not about throwing over linemen, it's about finding avenues to throw through. Where do you come out on the difficulties of someone like Bryce Young at five foot ten being an NFL quarterback? It, it makes it more difficult difficult. You have to find throwing lanes. Mm -hmm. Where in my situation, I had a pretty good technique and good fundamentals, and I was very high. My ball um, was way above my head when I let it go. So I was throwing it at six foot eight, six foot nine inches. It was getting over the offensive lineman if I had to and put touch on it. So it makes it more difficult. And to your point, I I felt the same way. If all things are equal between the two, then I'm going to go with the guy that has more size to it, right? I mean, if the, if the one red flag for Bryce Young is what his size has been, not saying it's a negative, he's done it his whole career, the NFL's a different story, but if that's the one thing, then I'm going to go with the guy if all things are equal, and I think they are in this situation, and I think Frank Reich and, and that organization are, are, are going to ultimately mm. go with C.J. Stroud as the number one overall. See, overall. I like this because I feel like so many people say, it's not a big deal, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. It makes it harder. I heard Eli and Peyton this week were just saying, no, Drew Brees did it. Well, Drew Brees was brilliant for years and years. If you're trying to be Drew Drew Brees, that's going to be tough. Drew Brees was bigger than C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Significantly. C.J. Stroud's 185 pounds. You mean Bryce Young. I'm mean, sorry, Young, yeah. Bryce Young. My yeah. apologies, guys. Bryce Young, 185 pounds. That's a major That's a major uh, statement to be making, taking that guy first overall. That said, the comparisons that are made to Bryce Young are not quarterbacks, point guards. Mm. They say this guy moves like Steph Curry on the court. Mm-hmm. This guy moves uh, like he's Trey Young out there. He just has a complete mastery of his presence, of where he is. And when you talk to Saban, and this is where I'm going to ask you, Mike Price was probably your college your college coach. Saban has had, has had Mac, he's had Tua, he's had Hurts. He has never spoken about any of these quarterbacks. Like, apparently he's talking about Bryce Young. Do you take anything in that, that he is so over the top as a cheerleader for Bryce Young when he hasn't been that way for, hey, he's always been positive about the other three guys, but this dude is the one that he talks about like no other. It it always astonished me when Coach Price would uh, have the next great quarterback at Washington State. Like, he would talk to him in such glowing terms, like, this is the best quarterback I've ever coached, Mm -hmm. because he's your quarterback at the time. It makes sense. So I understand that, that it keeps getting more glowingly and glowingly down the line. He's incredible. He's done it since he was a high school player. It's never affected him differently. The NFL is a different monster. You know this better than anybody. It just is. You know, I felt like I could walk in and continue to do the things I'd done where I was so successful. And it, it is an absolutely different monster. So, And he's going to a bad team, most likely. Mm-hmm. You know, and that takes a lot. He's played for the best football teams throughout his career. He went to modern day mm. in Southern California. Yeah. He went to the University of Alabama. If he goes to the Houston Texans... Yeah. They are bad right now. Yeah. There's a reason why they've been drafting at the top of the draft for the last few years. So all of this goes into it. We talked about it last time. The two variables you can't quantify going in. One of them is starting to shift a little bit because of NIL. How are you going to deal with all that money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second, how are you going to deal with failure on the highest possible level? You know, he has not necessarily failed. He, they lost in the national championship. He played incredibly well. Mm-hmm. He was the Heisman Trophy winner. How do you deal with failure when you're not understanding of what that's going to look like? And I don't think 
people fully understand, unless you've been there, what it's like and the pressure and the expectations that come with being a top 10 And pick. that reminds me of Trevor Lawrence, things that yeah. were talked about with him when he came out. Like, how is he, yeah. he's had all this success, how is he going to deal with it when he gets to Jacksonville? Like, how, how will that shape him? But I look at all these mock drafts and I see all of the different headlines about Bryce Young being connected to the Panthers with the first overall pick, but it just seems like C.J. Stroud is the no-brainer because that's a type of quarterback that Frank Reich has always worked with. Well, I I think the evolution of the quarterback position you talked about during my time the big pocket passer Drew Bledsoe was right before me in college mm -hmm. I followed him that was the stereotype of the quarterback and one that was incredibly successful now we've seen the quarterbacks that ultimately have won championships over the last decade have still been guys who have done it from the pocket mm -hmm. but we're starting to see a little bit of shift and mm -hmm. change Jalen Hurts a year ago Patrick Mahomes does a lot more with his feet in fact he makes him I, I think a better quarterback when he gets out on the perimeter doing a lot of that stuff so the the evolution of the position has changed so there Therefore, guys like Bryce Young, guys like Anthony Richardson are going to be looked at more closely to possibly be your next franchise quarterback. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I, I hear if all things are equal, what are the chances that they're looking at these two quarterbacks and you walk away and you're watching the film and you're breaking them down, you're meeting with them, all these different things, and you walk away and you say, you know what, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, uh, same guy. We're just going to go with this guy because he's bigger and because yeah. he's taller. I don't believe that. Okay. I think when they're breaking them down, you're going to have one guy that's above the guy, above the other one. And as I look at that, if you say Bryce Young is better than C.J. Stroud when we watch his film and we see what he's done, and adversity can come in many different ways. You can throw an interception in the first quarter and have to respond in the fourth quarter on a two-minute drive. But if you see him as better, draft him first. Yeah. That's my thing. And not to, what you guys are saying, size and all those different things, those variables, all of those things. If you evaluate and you see him as he's the better quarterback and you think he's a good fit in your team and your culture and all of those different things, go with him as number one. And I, I believe that's the case. Yeah. I, I believe that they're in that room and they think one of them's better than the other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think for a moment that they actually are sitting there and going, you know, they're, it, it's just, you know, we'll one of them mm -hmm. will go with the, the bigger guy. It was the same thing uh, in Peyton and Mize's year, right? Bill Poling talks about it. He said, 50% of the room wanted me. 50% <laughs> of the room wanted Peyton. And the ones that wanted me were vehemently against Peyton. Peyton. So mm -hmm. it was just a, awesome. weird, a weird scenario. So there's going to be emotion behind it and who they think. That's who they're going to take. It's not going to be like, oh, all things were equal. Mm -hmm. We went with the bigger guy. Mm -hmm. That's more of the analytical part of it. Yeah. Kyle and I kind of going, hey, that's what I have. I don't have the due diligence of the data in front of me mm -hmm. like they do. Mm -hmm. They have one they like the most and they're going to draft. I think if I'm taking Bryce, I have to like him way more than Stroud. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's, if it's even close, I'm taking Stroud. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Mock draft season coming up. Yep. You do the mock draft every mm -hmm. year. Yep. We're looking at the biggest deal in the whole thing. Number one, number two. What are you hearing? Yeah. You so uh, for a while there, everyone had Stroud and I was scratching my head because I'm like, okay, well, let's look at the quarterback room that he's going to be surrounded by. You've got Frank Reich, who played 18 years in the league and has been a coach all this time. You've got Josh McCown, who played mm -hmm. 16 years in the league. All the time. Jim Caldwell is now in that building. David Tepper spent a ton of money this offseason to build a staff that is going to nurture whatever quarterback they get. And then they traded all that stuff, including DJ Moore, to get up to number one. I have to think that they've got to be blown away by their quarterback for them to take him number one. And I think Bryce Young could blow them away in these interviews. I think he's got this general's mentality that everyone says the way he leads a room, the way he operates, he operates. Nothing against Stroud. I, I don't hear that from, from the Stroud side. And, you know, Ohio State has this fine tradition also. But this is like the Pied Piper right here, this Bryce Young. And I think that might make a difference. Facebook franchise, we don't want to be doing this anymore. So I don't think it's just size and build. I think it's the individual and the person to what Jason's saying as well. Ryan, who would you take? 
I'm taking C.J. Stroud. I've, I've, I've liked him. I thought he's been the best quarterback in this year's draft. I will say this. If Caleb Williams or maybe Drake May or maybe even Michael Penix Jr. were in this draft, all three of those guys, I think, would go before any of the group here. No so, oh. so next year is going to be unbelievable. I can tell you that right now. I think Michael Penix Jr. might end up being the it's best amazing, quarterback. It's amazing because all I hear about is May. It's funny. Caleb Wilson was the talk. He's the high. And then it was May. And now it's this Penix. Like, it's we're already on to next year's class. Well, it, it, it is because you are stifled. I mean, these guys were, are, are all capable, I think, of playing in the NFL right now. I mean, if you could have taken Trevor Lawrence after his freshman year and won a national championship, he would have been fine. He, he would have been the number one pick in the NFL yeah. draft. So that says a lot, too, for me, that, that if these guys were eligible, it would maybe look a lot different. I just think C.J. Stroud's the, the guy in Carolina. I'm with you. I am so with you and Bryce Young in terms of the, the leader and everything like that. And I think, mm. Houston, I think ultimately Carolina and Houston are going to get the guys they want. They want. Mm-hmm. And I think they're playing a little cat and mouse here, trying to maybe do some things and leverage some things. And I told you guys a long time ago that anything that's said, and you're more of an insider than anybody, mm-hmm. but anything that's said usually from Super Bowl till draft night, mm-hmm. it's about leverage. It's about trying to build your team and make it better. You take it with a grain of salt. Lee Steinberg taught me that every single day during my draft time because I was so fearful of not going to San Diego. Like I was, I wanted to go to the beach. I wanted to be around family. <laughs> I wanted like the, you know, the sunshine and and all of that. And so uh, we were really and I could hear other things the Colts saying they were still interested and mm. Ursay really liked me and and I was just you know did please. you try to did you try to bomb the interview with Indy then if you wanted to go to San Diego no I, I uh, actually had uh, a medical um, the Chicago Bears made me do an MRI on my thumb because I'd broken it in high school mm. And so medicals trump any sort of meetings there at the time, and there weren't structured ones, and I missed one, and Jim Moore went absolutely bizarre. You didn't even, oh, interview wow. you didn't even go. I, didn't, I couldn't go, yeah. And then they, they got all upset about it and everything. But then they came out to my pro day, and, and then our, our interview went really well because they saw what I just did on the field, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, don't How about you? It. 330 yards a game. Look at you. Incredible. Yeah, it was... I'm uh, watching you, man. Mike Price. That's all, that's all Mike yeah, Price. Yeah, it was you, too. Yeah. Come on, what are we talking about yeah. here? Mike Price and those five receivers, the Fab Five back mm. in the day. It was awesome. Well, Ryan, it's been a pleasure. Thanks. Good Ryan, to see you. Great. Always. Great to meet you, and uh, I'm sure maybe we'll run into mm. each other at some point, maybe in Kansas City, maybe, yeah. who knows, all L.A., right. New York. <laughs> Thanks, um, and speaking of L.A., that's where Will Selva is right now. What up, Will? Hey, what's going on there, Colleen? Guys, fascinating conversation. Great having you and Ryan there at the breakfast table. Now, you've been talking about it all morning, and it's very true. Right now, the Texas draft fate is in the hands of the Carolina Panthers, who currently hold the number one overall pick. As we've talked about, both teams expected to go with a quarterback. But Texas head coach D'Amico Ryan says, let's temper our expectations about that pick. Having the number two pick is it's exciting for us to have the number two pick, but it's also at the same time there's no pressure where a young man is picked. I think it's unfair to ask a guy just because you're picked number two overall, you have to come in and you're the face of our franchise and you're the leader. That's unfair to the guy. Right? And I'm not going to put that type of weight on the shoulders of whoever that is that we pick. We have leaders in our locker room already. So I'm not asking the guy to come in and be this, this savior for our team. I'm asking the guy to come in and just put his head down and just work. Alabama edge rusher Will Anderson Jr. expected to be among the top names called in round one of the draft. And NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero will make a pre-draft visit or says he will make a pre-draft visit to the Lions this week. I don't know about Tom P. Either way, Detroit currently holding the sixth and 18th pick in the first round. 
In non-draft news, defensive end Draymond Jones was almost acquired by the Seahawks in the Russell Wilson trade. Instead, they had to wait until this offseason to get him, signing a three-year deal with Seattle, and Jones wants to make the Broncos regret losing him. Jones saying, quote, Denver didn't pay me my proper respects. I'm looking forward to putting people on notice. Okay, Draymond, I hear you there. All right, we're putting you on notice here on Good Morning Football. We've got a couple of future NFL stars joining us, including former Tulane running back Tajay Spears. That's next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair? Or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't know what you think, and this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that saying? with Some everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good morning, football! Welcome back to Good Morning Football. It's draft season. It is so exciting. So we broke out earlier in the show the trust scale. What does that mean? Each of us goes around the table and we pick an NFL team and we put them on our own personal trust scale about how we think they're going to do at the draft. We trust them to really nail their picks. Low end is something you don't trust. High end is something you completely trust. Jason McCourty went and said on his low end would be rideshare drivers who go rogue and ignore the GPS yep. and his high end would be his daughter asking for a snack consistently. Peter's low end was shoeless airline passengers <laughs> and your high end of something you trust completely is the move of getting your wife flowers unexpectedly. And we put two different teams on that scale now 
Colleen Wolf is going to go, and then myself. Colleen, something you don't trust at all, okay. something you totally trust, and then a team headed to the draft placed somewhere on that scale. Okay, so on my one end yeah. of yes. the scale, my don't trust at all. Yes. This is something that has been a massive issue in my life forever. I see it. I find it disgusting. I absolutely will not touch anything that this touches, and it is orange cheese. If cheese is the color of something <laughs> that looks like it was made in a lab or could survive some type of nuclear apocalypse of some yeah. sort, it's like... I hate it, especially like at the movie theater and you have like the Nacho liquid. Cheese? You could like get a Ziploc baggie <laughs> and just put a bunch of cheese in there and I don't know, you could that, you can use that as a weapon. Well, that's what's probably. inside it. It's a bladder that is just distributing it. I mean, it's disgusting. It's so gross. Kind of tasty, I'm, though. I'm it is, feeling it like... It is delicious. It does hit sometimes. Oh, and then people put that on like cheesesteaks. You ruin everything oh, yeah. Whiz? with it. I right. hate it. Uh, gross. That's incredible. Oh. Philadelphia Roots and they will get the cheese Whiz, though. Right, that, that is a staple. Are you in on that? No, I, oh, my, like, the only, I go American cheese, fried yeah. onions, grilled onions. It's delightful. That's okay, awesome. So orange cheese is what I don't orange. trust. Mm -hmm. What I do trust, very much so. It's a delicacy mm -hmm. that is pretty much reserved for gods. Okay? This is something that has been a staple of my life. Okay. okay. And it's a breakfast side item. Ah. What I that? trust the most on the 10 scale is Scrapple. Oh. Talk about it. What is so, it? Tell the folks what Scrapple is. You know what Scrapple is. No, I'm a Jersey you know? guy. Jason, do you know what Scrapple is? No. Oh, you are in for a treat. Okay, so this is uh, traditionally a, I looked this up. I wanted to get this right. A mush of pork scraps and trimmings combined yeah. with cornmeal, wheat flour, blah, 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 blah. The mush is formed into a semi-solid congealed loaf. Mm -hmm. And the slices of the Scrapple are then pan fried before serving. It's yeah. so healthy this for is you. The it's really good. This is the new Scrap. fad diet. You guys have to try it. If you haven't had it, you will be pleasantly surprised. So the scrapple for me of the GMs. Your scale's that are not flipped the wrong way. Like yeah. The mush is what's the tip. <laughs> you know, I, I hate to admit that I really trust this team to draft well, especially in the first round. Mm -hmm. But I have to put Jerry Jones and Steven Jones right up there with Scrapple for me. Okay. They are a nine okay. on the trust scale. Yeah. Guys, they hit all the time in the first round. They do this so, so well. It's like business and drafting. That is <laughs> their jam. And so when you go back and you look at their first round draft picks since 2014, it is just hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. I mean, look, I think we might have a graphic for this. We do. And just take a look at some of these names. Tyler Smith. I mean, you could basically play him wherever you wanted. He's really good. Micah Parsons is obviously uh, a unicorn there. CD right. Lamb. Focal point. They traded for Amari Cooper in 2019. I mean, like, look, uh, Leighton Vanderash. Taco Charlton was the only miss there. You can't Enough of the Cowboys. Scrapple. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, 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 yes. So, Scrapple. Scrapple. I wish you want to talk about a, a Scrapple taco. Real quick. <laughs> Colleen, good. in or out on pork roll? Love it. Okay. Yeah. So we know. That's okay. bologna and ham. Put it with spam, an English muffin and, and some muffin. eggs. Very Jersey. Oh. That's fine. I'm into it. It sounds really greasy. You go out of a nightclub and it's someone's grilling yes. them on the sidewalk uh, yes. like that. Like if you're hungover, that's the way to go. Yes. All right. That's, what an incredible You've list. had Scrapple? Mm -hmm. No, but I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever, and I would have it in a yeah. second. All right. Well, I may add to that on my high end, but nice. I'm going to do my personal scale right now. On the low end of my scale, as is usually when we do these segments, is my son. And let me explain why. <laughs> Recently, I had to appear on a podcast because I'm a major media member 
as you know. I was yes. invited onto a podcast, and my wife said I have to take our daughter out to practice that time. So you are home with Calvin. I go, no, no, no. I have to be on the podcast at three o'clock. I can't watch Calvin. He he's upstairs. Like he'll be fine. He won't bother you. You can just do your thing in your basement. I go into the podcast. I'm trying to be as engaging and as spontaneous. Trying to give them those sound bites everybody wants. The door opens, and Calvin's standing there, walking in, like waving his hand, like he needs to ask me something. I'm also on camera. It's not even audio, and I and I'm just going like, no, no, no. I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just waving at Calvin, and Calvin starts saying to me, "Can I please go to Pierre's house?" Now Pierre's his best friend. Can I go to Pierre's house? I'm like, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. And then he said, I want to ride my scooter to Pierre's house. He just got this mechanized scooter and he wants to ride to Pierre's house. And I'm going, no, I have to tell the podcast host, can you please just give me one minute? I know you're in the middle of, I'm so sorry. I walk over there and I just unleash hell on him. You're not riding your scooter to Pierre's house. Pierre's house crosses three major streets. There's too much traffic. You're not ready for this. Now get out of here. Do not interrupt me again. I want to ride me so mad. Do not. I will be done in 20 minutes. I'll be up there. You can ride your scooter to Pierre's house. I will help you. All right. Anyway, what were we saying about your diehard comparison? Yes, this is so great. I'm so glad I appeared on this Die Hard comparison. That was this, that was it was Die Hard on a bleep was the podcast. It was a lot of fun. So we finished, finally I wrap up, I unplug, I disconnect from audio. I say, yes, I'll send you the audio file. Thank you for having me. Blah 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 blah. All right, now I gotta go deal with Calvin. I walk upstairs. Do you want to see what was waiting for me when I walk upstairs? It was taped to the door to get out of the basement. No. Gone to Pierre's house hyphenated. Calvin with the drawing of the damn scooter <laughs> with him just piecing out with the speed lines behind it. He said, screw this. I'm going to Pierre's house on my scooter. I'm going. I don't care. I don't say what you say, old man. I am out of here. And I feel like this was a true act of rebellion. Yes. And he didn't just leave. He left a note. And I said, God, I almost respect what he did. He said, we're not going to take it anymore, and I'm going to write that I want to go to Piers on my scooter. Jason, you look shook. <laughs> I don't know what I'm It's a huge act of insubordination. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm worried about I'm imagining me doing that to my dad. mom. I know. Just for your own, like, mental health. I know. Because, he wow. drew the scooter That's... picture. Zoom! With wow. little lines behind oh it. Gone to Piers' house. Like, you know, gone fishing. Just yeah. this note that I got up there. You have and a little it, you. I know. <laughs> and I wasn't even mad. I kind of respect it. But I can't trust that little bleeper, like, oh, as far man. as I could throw them. So Calvin Brandt, uh, my pride and joy, is the one on the trust scale. Ten is very different and much more similar to Colleen's. I don't get a chance to go out to a lot of nice restaurants anymore because the kids, but when I do, I have this fear of messing up the order. I don't want to blow the order. I don't want to have order envy. I don't want to order some, some crappy fish or something that I regret. <laughs> There's one thing that has been with me through thick and thin when I was in college and had insufficient funds in my ATM and now when I'm adult, the same dish has been there with me and it's always there for me. I trust on the ten scale chicken parm. That Let's is my go. dog. That is the goat. Bam. I have had this at crappy diners. I've had the sandwich. I've had it at Burger King. I've had it my way. And I will have it every single. This would be my last meal if I was to be executed. That is my 10. It's always there for me. The crappiest chicken parm is better than probably what you ordered. On a scale of Calvin taking his scooter to Pierre's house yeah. and me throwing down for the chicken parm, I'm going to take the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, mm. Jess. And I'm going to land them smack dab yeah. in the middle. I got a five on these guys. It's and misses. Because while I do celebrate last year's victory tour yes. of both the offensive and defensive rookie of the year, it was a lot of, uh, let's shall we say, perfume to spray mm. on some things that don't smell well, and maybe including a recent quarterback or maybe even the quarterback before that. And then we have this whole element of, I don't know which one. Were you last year? Were you just fishing a barrel? Were you the year before? Where maybe you made one of the worst draft picks of all time. And then on top of that, what 
what are you doing with that 13 pick? Are you sending it to the state of Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. Are you going to keep it be damned from my cold, dead hands? Um, I don't know, and I don't trust them, and they have to earn trust. They earned a lot last year. This year is the pivotal draft that will make or break the solid administration, the Douglas administration, all of them, and they're right down between my son and my chicken parm. Okay, oh. so that is great. I must know yeah. what happened on the next episode of Calvin Goes to Pierre's. You know, I didn't come down on him. I just, I, I did not say you're in trouble because I was just too proud of the way he left the note, yeah. and I thought it was kind of cool. But then I wonder if I then enabled future trips to Pierre's, yeah. and then next yeah. time it's, you know, trips to the liquor store and trips to steel copper wiring and all kinds yeah, of stuff yeah, goes yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And the next time he's trips to Huff, Huff Paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, th- there's this sort of domino effect if I don't. So what am I supposed to do? Take away his Nintendo Switch, Jason? You got more kids yeah. than me. I'll tell you what my mom would have done. She would have been at Pierre's house with, <laughs> with, with right there. She would have been knocking on the door yep. with her house slippers on, with the oh, belt no. waving her hand. Yeah. Jason in there? Yeah. Send him on out. I would have just been that walk yeah. like this because I knew what was going down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not yeah. how we do it's it. 2023. Yeah. It's a new age. to be happy. I'm we soft. pat him on the back. We say we love you, and we yeah. talk about our parents and our issues. That's the what we do. The note was cute, though, right? <laughs> the job <laughs> the note was I'm awesome. so soft that I actually complimented him on the note. <laughs> no, you did not. I was the like, spelling. really cool. Good to drawing, bro. I really liked it. Thank you. I like the green. Now you can get away with anything. So that's wow. it. We talked some Jets. We talked mm-hmm. some Cowboys somewhere. And then we talked orange cheese. And we talked chicken parm. That's what we do here. And yeah. Scrapple. And Scrapple. Scrapple. We're going to yeah. have Scrapple. Scrapple Twitter. Can we hear from yeah. you? I'm sure there's lots of people Let out here like, know. oh, this is the proper way to do Scrapple. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the proper way to do a morning show. Let's talk about new prospects. Stay tuned. Let's do it. So my friend, my best friend, that is so incredible. My best friend's mom. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. For Next Gen Chats, where we try to learn as much as we possibly can about the next generation headed to the NFL in just four questions. And we are joined by a tackling machine out of the University of Florida. He combined for over 170 tackles the last two seasons. Please welcome 
NFL draft prospect, safety Rashad Torres. What up, Rashad? Let's go. The second, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Better now that you're here on the show, Rashad. You had over 80 tackles in two straight seasons. Very impressive. And it seemed you were always around the action, just all the time. So explain your ability to finish off plays and recognizing plays before they even happen. I personally feel that my ability to recognize plays and just know the opponent's offensive tendencies is a huge part of my game. That itself just comes with preparation weekly leading up to the game. Um, I've always stood on the phrase that uh, proper preparation prevents poor performance. That just starts Sunday after the previous game. Um, keeping a set routine is, is kind of what I do in terms of knowing just the offensive tendencies, and, and, and it allows me to make plays faster than, than some of the other guys. Love that part about it, and that's part of the instincts needed to play at the next level. And uh, you were invited, you performed at the Combine, and at the press conference, you wore a special necklace and you also wore it at Pro Day. I really want you to get into this and tell us about the significance of this necklace and what it means to you. Uh, yes, sir. That, that necklace, um, on the pendant, I have my grandmother. She was very close to me and, and very dear to my heart. Uh, somebody I really grew up uh, mimicking and, and adoring. Uh, she passed in elementary school. And uh, just growing up, I kind of shared with her my dreams of going to the NFL. And she always wanted to watch a game and be there with me. And that obviously couldn't happen. So just during this process, um, Every day, I kind of keep her around my neck and just keep her with me. That way, she's going with this. She's going through with this process with me. It, it's a beautiful thing that you do, and I love that you you honor and tribute her. And every day, you're wearing that necklace. Um, you came into Florida 2020, and you're in the same recruiting class as a quarterback that we just were talking about. That's Anthony Richardson. You know him well. Mm -hmm. You've seen him grow. What's an NFL team getting when they draft Anthony Richardson, and how does he stand out from the other top prospects in this draft? Anthony Richardson is just one of the best teammates I've ever been around. Um, and just over the course of playing with them in the past, in the past three years, his, his maturity and his just growth as a player and as a leader in the locker room has just exponentially increased. And um, just aside from his athletic ability, I feel like a team is going to get a great leader, a guy that owns up to everything, a guy that takes ownership and, and, and all decisions, a guy that's going to bring discipline to the locker room and, and going to show up hard, show up ready to work every day. It's a great endorsement, and here's the thing. You play for Florida. You got a lot of successful, very famous teammates. One of them right now is a Houston Texan. The Houston Texans have the number two overall pick in the draft. They also have the baddest man in the NFL, Damian Pierce, on a personal level, probably my favorite running back in the world right now. He is the angriest runner in the world. You were a Florida safety in practice. He was a Florida running back two years ago. Have you guys ever collided? What's it like to go against that man in practice? Oh, it was definitely a battle every day uh, just going against Damian yeah. in practice. Uh, he's a powerful runner. And just going against him in practice kind of prepared me and the other guys on defense for the running backs we faced in the SEC. I mean, as, as you can see, just his powerful and his, his grit and, and, and just his willingness to, to get in the end zone every play, I feel like that's just something that's just hard to come by. But it definitely prepared me as a tackler and uh, just as the defense as a whole in terms of just going against somebody that's not easy to take down uh, just by one player. Well, plenty of battles ahead for you in your NFL <laughs> career. We absolutely yeah. loved watching you in college, and we know that you are about to shine in the NFL. So good luck, and thank you so much for coming by on the show today. I appreciate you guys for having me. Get your game face on because we're coming to play. It's time for Next Gen Chats where we try to learn as much as we can about the next generation headed to the NFL. And we do it all in just four questions. We're now joined by one of the top running backs 
in the 2023 NFL Draft. Last season, he scored 21 touchdowns mm. and averaged nearly Ooh. seven yards per carry and ranked fifth in the nation in rushing yards. My goodness. Welcome, Louisiana native and from Tulane University, running back Tajay Spears. Let's go, baby. I'm, I appreciate y'all having me, man. I'm super, super excited. Oh, man, we're happy to have you. Those numbers are incredible. And in 2021, the Green Wave go from 2-10 and 10 to last year 12-2. and two. I want to know about your mindset, what you did in the offseason training-wise to have such a successful season and lead this team to such an improvement record-wise. Uh, yeah, man, it, it first starts with the mindset, just understanding that you can't allow two and two and ten to happen again. So it starts there, and that and that starts as a collective group. So like we did a lot of uh, workouts together, but also, man, I, I, I try to work on my feet a whole bunch. Like I'm big on my feet and balance. If I, you know, slow feet don't eat, and you know, if, if I can break a few tackles, I know I can. Uh, I, I know I can make some plays down the field. So I just pride it on that and just understand, understanding that this is my year to come out. So everything was on the line. I kind of want to know what you were doing to help out your footwork, but uh, I know whatever you did do, it absolutely worked because watching you in the Cotton Bowl, that win over USC, over 200 rushing yards, I mean, four touchdowns. This was an insane game for you, but even more impressive was what you did the month before. One of the craziest runs I've seen probably all season long for sure last year. So can you take us through that run? Um, this is a counter to the left. So initially I was too wide, so I was like, I was like, dang, I gotta get back in. So I like forced myself back in. I broke a few tackles. I took it out wide. I, I followed my block. And, uh, I felt I kind of felt nine on my back, so I had made a move and you know made him uh, slip across my pads. And my my block. I was trying to like I I, I pride myself on not going out of bounds. So I, I cut up field. My block and I jumped over him. And I seen twenty four. Just made a little quick move and got in the end zone. Unreal. Look, we, we watched you all season as Tulane had this great year. And then the senior bowl, you had this move that was cut up in practice that I'd watched probably 100 times. And that drew everyone on social media to your name. But you're a diehard New Orleans sports fan. And you actually know that city inside and out. As a fan of the Saints growing up, who was your dude? And what was your moment that you remember as like, wow, that's when it really, really made, made it obvious that this is my team forever? So, like, my dude was Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush, and uh, also, I say Drew Brees. But Drew Brees, I remember I was sitting in Dunn, seafood with my mom, and uh, we was talking. We were just talking. Uh, I, I think I was going to go off to college. And then uh, I saw him throw his, uh, he threw the, like, what what is what that what that record was. I think it was, like, single season all uh, passing passing record. So, right there, yeah. It was yeah, single season the, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He broke yep. all the yards. I was like, dang. I had it, I had it recorded, but my crazy self deleted it. So like Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Drew Brees, my dad. <laughs> I love that. Has to be. Those are some great years with Brees out there at the helm. Tajay, appreciate you coming by, stopping through our breakfast table. Can't wait to see where you end up in the draft. And good luck, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. You're a good dude. Yes, a good player. Low feet don't eat. Mm. Oh, no. I love that. We never have enough time with them. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. I oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl, go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.